I'd like to say thank you for taking the opportunity to hang with Dr. Dom. And uh, this podcast is going to be something a little bit different. It's going to be focused in on uh, really a topic that is near and dear to my heart. And that's higher education and how higher education has been transitioned over the last few years. uh, How higher education is perceived within the corporate world. Really who should be responsible for higher education um, there's lots of challenges uh, around what the education system should be providing, uh, how we're going to pay for those, and really the expectations within the business world. And as somebody that has just completed a doctorate program, it's uh, been a rather interesting experience. Also, I'm going to talk a little bit about how the shift to an online university may not be the best solution um, and how we can look at how those costs are being passed down to the end consumers. So it's going to be an interesting conversation. I think we're going to spend a a good bit of time talking about various different topics within the higher education world. And yeah, so I just want to say thank you for listening and uh, let's go ahead and jump right in. So one of the things that really just is fascinating to me is the shift from a traditional brick and mortar school to one that is virtual and online. And I understand completely why we want to do it. I really struggle with how it's delivered. Uh, I've audited several courses. I've had courses of my own, uh, pretty much my master's program, uh, all the way up to the completion of my doctorate program was all virtual. And so you really get the benefit of being able to, you know, work from home, work at your own pace, those sorts of things. But there is something that is lost when you go into an online environment. And that's the the human connection. That's the ability to bounce ideas off of other people who are striving to learn some new topic or really explore, you know, individual ideas and, and really starting to kind of grow their own personal beliefs. And when you're in the online world, you really challenge to make that happen from a university standpoint and from uh, an end user standpoint. It's ultimately really about what you put into it is what you get out of it regarding the conversations. And so for me, when I look at it, I think there's a place, I think there's an opportunity for your virtual environment, but I really struggle with the concept of shifting to a more primary method being online. You you lose a lot of the connections that you would get from a brick and mortar school or from a, an actual classroom. And so from that concept, school has really shifted over the last probably 10 years. And, you know, I'm an instructional designer by trade. So I look at how these schools are operating in the, in the virtual world and there's some opportunities for improvement. There's some ways to enhance that interactivity, but it also relies heavily on the end user or the student really engaging in into their own learning. And that's something that is really the, the crux of this conversation is how does, how does adult learning, how does higher education, how does that transition from high school uh, into higher ed, how is all of that 
really become effective or is it effective? How are we making sure that the money that we're putting into a system is really got the value behind it? And one of the things that is unique to me, or, or at least kind of a eureka moment as we've been going through a lot of these different programs is that school has become a business. It always was a business, but it's really become a business. It's become something that is bottom dollar driven. And I think we've really lost the concept of, is this the best opportunity for the student? Are we helping them become better, you know, citizens? Are we helping them become better people? Are we allowing them to have the freedom to have their own thoughts and ideologies? And I will say through the past, gosh, almost 15 years of school, I think we're really struggling on a higher education platform to allow that growth and development to, to really occur. Which then kind of brings me back to the point of why, how did we get here? How did we get to the point where higher education is something that almost is mandatory? You have to have it. You have to really go ahead and spend the, you know, the money and investment to be able to have the higher paying job. I mean, it's sold to you from the moment that you enter grade school, or at least it was for me, that you know, having a job a good paying job is going to require, you know, a higher level degree of education. Okay. That's great. That's fine. But when did it start costing so much? And I mean, the argument becomes, okay, well, is it, whose responsibility is it? And in my opinion, I really think it's the corporate world's responsibility to, to help foot the bills. Like I would love to see, uh, an opportunity where corporations come together and build their own university that's fully funded. You don't have to worry about, you know, a student being able to pay the student loan off at the end because it's already covered. And, you know, ideally, the public education sector would, would be great, but you're not getting enough money from taxes or it's being spent inappropriately. You're, you know, you're really relying on extracurricular activities such as the football programs, etc., and so you've got this big multi-billion dollar conglomeration of businesses, aka universities, competing for dollars, and the in-person is really the one that's getting really stuck with the bill. And should it be that way? And I would argue that it really should be the corporations, because ultimately somewhere around the, you know, the late 80s, early 90s, going into the you know early 2000s, it shifted that most jobs require some form of higher education to be able to be successful within an organization. There's very few companies right now that are offering entry-level positions that allow you the opportunity to growth and development and take that long road. You don't, you just don't see folks going in and spending 20 years with an organization and they started in, um, the, the lowest levels of the organization, and then they became a, a director or a vice president. We just, that just doesn't happen. Why is that? Because we have really placed a high value on higher education, and kind of rightfully so. We want to make sure that we have the highest level of education for our employees. But at the same time, are we doing a disservice? Are we setting folks up for failure? And I would argue we are. 
because when you're coming out of you know a higher education, even a master's degree, or uh, you go all the way up to a doctorate, and you're you're sitting up in the you know hundreds and fifty thousands to two hundred thousands to three hundred thousand dollars worth of student loans, you're never getting out from underneath that, and so. For me, there's there's really a couple ways that I think we can make this happen, uh, fix the system. And I think corporations need to kind of foot the bill a lot of this because their student repayment programs that a lot of them offer really are fractions of pennies on the dollars when it comes to how these universities uh, charge and what the corporations are willing to give their employees. And so... You know, more partnerships, I think, are going to be needed. I think you're going to need to have a lot of heart-to-heart conversations, probably look at ways to streamline the education system to make it a lot faster to get from point A to point B. Because, I mean, let's face it, there's a lot of times that you have courses that, honestly, you just don't need in the real world. Um, And when I say the real world, I'm talking about out in the corporate environment. Now, I think that's probably where you get a delineation uh, I think you can have this corporate concept where you have a corporate university and it's streamlined, make it accredited, but make it to where all the courses that you are taking are applicable to what you, your degree or specialties in. Um, and then you can have your, your public or uh, universities that are really funded by the government and, you know, or at least assisted by the government. And those you can have your more traditional four-year university path or or master's program tied to it. And so when I look at our education system as we have today, it's just, it's fundamentally broken. And what we're doing is we're just continuing to put more and more pressure on the individual to make things successful. And somewhere along the line, we've got to stop the cycle of viciousness and stop the cycle of just pure insanity regarding how people are going to pay for school and let's face it it's a necessity you have to have it um if you want to have something that's going to be you know a a traditional kind of pathway in a career that's not to say that you can't be successful doing entrepreneurship or social media or what have you but if you're going the path of a traditional nine to five job and working for a corporation and you want to climb a corporate ladder your traditional path is going to be higher education, getting an MBA, those sorts of things. And, and those sorts of things cost money. And so for me, I just really would like to see uh, sit down conversation and look at how we can revamp the education system. Because not only that, we have the looming restart of all of the student loan debt that's about to kick off. And I it's going to be very fascinating to watch how all of this unfolds. And so for me, one of the biggest challenges that I think we have right now is solving higher education, its importance in the corporate world, and how do we pay for it? And I think if we figure out a way to make it more affordable to get a higher education, then I think we're going to stand a lot better chance as a society.